The live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Coligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Coligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. Do thank you for tuning into our show today and also thanking those listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via their Radio Pup application on their iPhone, iPad, or Android device. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn how a new leading-edge medical treatment for certain types of cancer is now available in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. So stay tuned for some interesting and beneficial information for you or a loved one. It is Saturday, November the 15th, and we are broadcasting our radio show today live from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in wonderful and very cold Shreveport, Louisiana. Something is very wrong with this weather, Gary. I think it is. It's not even. It's not even. Uh, not even win- I know. Winter. Not even winter yet. No. It's over. It's over a month away. It's mm-hmm. like the 21st, I believe, of December will be winter time. Yep. So, but hey, it could it's be. Wor- As my friend in Buffalo, New York, says, it could be worse. You could be in Buffalo at this <laughs> point in time. <laughs> we could be in the middle of a blizzard. In the middle of a blizzard yeah. in Colorado. So, uh, so again, bundle up out there. Protect yourself. Protect your plants. Protect your yourselves by you know bundling up. Don't. Uh, I I saw one person yesterday in shorts, you know, in in shorts. I heard about a kid who was dressed in short sleeves, and yeah, I was I was like, you crazy? And uh, I, I told this individual, are you got COVID? No, no, this is great. I'm I'm invigorating. I'm, I'm not crazy. He was shivering though. Maybe he's getting ready for the polar plunge or something. The polar plunge. It's I possible. hope I hope not. Yep. Well, t- today is a very special day in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. We have a lot of events going on today. Saturday, mm-hmm. November the fifteenth, the Strand Theater has a remarkable performance of the Beatles. Uh, um, not the Beatles, the real Beatles, but a, real Beatles, Be- a, Beatles, a Beatles tribute band that uh, is taking place tonight at 8 p.m. at the Strand Theater. Uh, they'll be playing. They're featuring uh, music of the Beatles of the 60s. So uh, there are tickets available. Do drop by the Strand Theater in downtown Shreveport. Tickets are available uh, at the door. So go down there. Uh, it, it holds over 2,000 people, and I don't think it's sold out completely tonight. In addition, at 7:30 p.m. downtown at Riverview Theater. La Traviata, the Shreveport Opera, will be presenting that fabulous opera. If you have never seen, that's one of the most favorite operas, most popular operas throughout the world. And um, the tickets are available at the door, so go down, go down to the Riverview Theater in downtown Shreveport to to uh, listen up on that particular one. Ah, we've got one too. The Jack Hanna's Into the Wild Live show at the Shreveport Convention Center. That's that going is on. right. Starts at I think two o'clock this afternoon. I'll be up there selling merch. So G- good we'll deal. Fun. Good deal. And uh, the other interesting aspect tonight is the Center for Families is hosting their annual fundraiser of therapies and more uh, at uh, Restaurante Giuseppe on Lion Avenue. This is like their third annual event. It's a remarkable experience of different therapies, food, and and wine, and and you 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 get to have a little massage therapy and 
love therapy, be it chocolates and other things, uh, and aromatherapy and let's see, we talk about massage therapy, uh, phototherapy which they dress you up in photos and you become therapy. So it's a remarkable fair. I do not know if the tickets are available. I know they're pre-sold, uh, quite a few of these tickets, and it includes a five-course meal. So uh, wow. it, it's remarkable. Uh, didn't you have Ms. Laura on your show yes, I did. last time around for yes, that? Yes, yes I, I remember I her talking about that. So, uh, again, you can, call, you can call the Center for Families. Uh, you can visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to, to find the phone number and information about, the, about these particular events. Be sure to pick up the November issue of the Best of Times at one of our 528 distribution locations. Thank, thank, uh, we thank you for your many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a copy of one of our locations, remember, you can log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of the Best of Times. In addition, Angela, we have re-implemented our Facebook page, and I'm getting a lot of Facebook people that are uh, it took us a while. We had it. We had to pull it off because we were hacked. I didn't understand oh, how, no. why people hack Facebook pages. But we're, we're back and running, and I'm going to start posting uh, information on there. I even posted today's radio show on there, and I already got people that liked it and saw it just this morning. So I'm impressed that people do, do uh, immediately watch Facebook pages. We're social media kind of. I uh, know. Uh, and punch. so I'm implementing more things, on, and, and I've, the best of times going to be Twittering. Tweeting? Tweeting. Tweeting, excuse me. Yeah, they, they call it tweeting. Uh, and so I'm, we're going to be, we have that, so we're going to be doing that. We're going to be doing Facebook. We're going to be doing, I hope I have to do Pinterest, but that, that was told I have to do that one as well. I don't know why. Oh, dear. But, uh, I there, haven't signed there, on to that one yet. There are many other face. There are many other social media that you'll be seeing in the near future. Mm-hmm. Best of times will be implementing. The AARP Safety Driving Course, which is very popular at our friends at Bears Town and Country, will take place on Saturday, December the 13th from 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Make sure you call in for reservations early because seating is very limited. 221-9000, again, that's 318-221-9000 for AARP Safety Driving Course, Saturday, December the 13th from 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Be sure to pick up the Friday edition of Streetport Times for a senior living artist which provides readers information to assist them in their retirement years. Uh, yours truly is the author of that particular article. I'm very humbled for all the compliments and calls and letters and emails that I receive from both local readers as well as readers from throughout the world regarding these particular articles and how they have helped them or their loved ones. If you have questions or comments, again, please contact me. If you have suggestions for future articles, contact me as well. Our friends at Bossier Paris Community College Culinary Arts Programs offers a buffet on Tuesday nights from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Uh, it's $7 per person. The next buffet is Tuesday, November the 18th. Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for listing of announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears Southern Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. 
Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour. We're proudly presented by A Bears, Tunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Also, thanking those listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me on my show today is a special guest is Dr. Sanford Katz, a physician with the Willis-Knighton Cancer Center. So welcome, Dr. Katz, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Good morning, Gary. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thank you for taking that time on your busy schedule on a Saturday morning. I'm sorry to wake you up so early in the morning on a Saturday, but most doctors get up early, right? I would have been up listening to your show anyway. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, Kudo. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your partners, and your practice, and a little bit the history of the, the willis Knighton Cancer Center. Oh, sure. Well, first off, I want to, again, thank you very much for uh, for having me on. I'm very excited to be here, and uh, I wanted to uh, wanted to get the word out about some very exciting news uh, over at willis Knighton on, on some of the new technology. So I, I really do appreciate the opportunity to be here. Um, I am a radiation oncologist, which means I'm a cancer doctor who specifically uses radiation to treat tumors. And uh, I'm part of a team of physicians. And somebody asked me, I'm sure they can go online, you got your medical schooling from? Yeah, sure. Uh, So I'm primarily um, from the East Coast. That's that's what we, we, I've recognized You recognize that. that, Boston uh, area, Laurel? No, actually more uh, Washington, D.C. area. Cool, Georgetown area. In fact, that's where I did my training, at Georgetown. Fantastic. And uh, and I I went to medical school at University of Maryland and, uh, and, and, Actually, knew Dr. Barish, the chancellor over at uh, right. at LSU. He was one of my uh, my teachers there. Uh, but this is a weekly test of the emergency alert system. This station is testing equipment that can quickly warn you in the event of an emergency. This station serves the Shreveport, Bossier City local area. This concludes this test of the emergency alert system. Wilkinson, and then we have our chief of physicists, Dr. Terry Wu, and, uh, and we have a number of physicists and fantastic support staff and therapists. We're, we're going to ask, but why do you need physicists in a m- medical practice? Because our practice is very technology-based. Uh, unlike medical oncology, which uses medication, chemotherapy drugs or hormonal therapy drugs, we use very advanced high-tech equipment to generate radiation, very high-energy radiation, and target it very specifically to tumors within the body. And it requires a level of sophistication in terms of physics support and quality assurance and uh, maintaining the machines. And it's a it, it's something we couldn't do as physicians without the support of a, a team of physicists, Ph.D. physicists, master's physicists. And in, on, and in addition to that, we have uh, trained therapists and, and other professionals. It's a really a team approach. And I think that our department is, uh, is perhaps one of the larger departments, uh, non-academic departments in the United States for a private practice. So the non-academic, those in, those in other areas might have a larger, but they're not, but they're not a, in a private or institutional. Right. Now, when I say a non-academic practice, uh, what I mean is a non-university practice. Our, our practice actually is rather academic. We publish, we pr- 
we conduct research. We each have faculty appointments over at LSU, and in fact, we do even practice at LSU. However, uh, that's uh, that's at the Feisweiler Cancer Center, but not um, we don't have the benefit of the technology that we uh, are fortunate to have at, at Willis Knighton. But so we are academic in the sense of um, advancing the the field, but not um, but not so much like a university. Okay. So so going on. When was the envision to expand the Willis Knighton Cancer Center with the new new technology? What we're talking about today? Yeah. So our cancer center is approximately 15 years old, and at that time we had the most advanced technology. And then, in order to keep up with um, with the latest advances, we uh, incorporated something called tomotherapy, which is at the time was the most advanced type of radiation. And that was approximately, I would say, 12 years ago, and kind of. Moving on from there, uh, once uh, once proton therapy is it still used? The tomo oh, we still use it all the time. Yes, it's it's still the, a phenomenal type of, of radiation treatment, and it's uh, it's something that we use on a daily basis. However, the field continues to advance, and we are committed to advancing our treatments and giving the best possible therapy to our patients. And so we started looking into proton therapy, which is which is a little bit different. That's a particle beam. Uh, the, the traditional radiation is given using photons, which are non-charged particles. Protons are um, subatomic particles, and um, they've been around conceptually for for decades. And in fact, they've been in in uh, in treat as a component of treatment for decades as well, but in very limited. Uh, capacity, primarily limited to major academic institutions that had $100 million um, machines that were multi-rooms, and it was just not a practical um, uh, type of treatment uh, and, you know, to deliver at the community level. So we became interested in it um, when we heard of a company that was uh, working on a miniaturized version where they could make it more compact and uh, have it as a single room machine as opposed to a, a six room machine that uh, was about the size of a football field. And so wow. once this technology became available, we we jumped on and we actually are now the first uh, the first site in the world to offer a compact proton unit for treatment. Which is which offers the most advanced type of proton therapy. So not only do we have the the, the smallest single room, least intimidating machine available in the world, but it's also the most advanced technologically. So it's uh, the first in the, the whole entire world in the entire world, right here in, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Absolutely, and wow, we that's a kudo to it, get them to come absolutely. here. Absolutely, we. We competed. Uh, I will say that oh. we competed with a number of other sites to uh, to get this technology, and it was through the tremendous support uh, of the administration at uh, at Willis Knighton that we were able to get it. And part of the reason we were successful is because we had a reputation of advancing the technology in tomotherapy. We were the third clinical site, and we hosted a number of meetings here. And so. Willis Knighton was well known in this respect in terms of uh, being an early adopter of technology and then not only using it but uh, advancing the field um, and the experience and reporting on it and training other doctors. And so when we came to IBA, which is the uh, the company that makes this uh, machine, um, they were very interested in partnering with us. And it's been a, just a phenomenal partnership. We, uh, we treated our first patient in September, uh, and it was... Um, uh, shortly after the FDA approved the uh, the machine, 
and we were featured at an international meeting in San Francisco that same month, just within a few weeks of treating our first patient, and we got a lot of international buzz. Wow. Um, in fact, we, uh, we hosted a meeting just a couple weeks ago. Fifth, doctors from 15 countries were, uh, were present, North America, South America, Central America, and Europe. And these so are radiology oncologists, these, radiation these oncology? These are all radiation oncology doctors, yes. And so we are getting a tremendous amount of press and publicity for Shreveport. And, in fact, we're getting calls from patients who are interested in the technology, and they're, they're calling from Brazil and from Hawaii. So, I mean, this is a really exciting time to, uh, in Shreveport and in well, just my, to be in the My kudos community. to you, your staff, and the Willis Nine people for having the forethought to uh, make that remarkable presentation to the friends in uh, Belgium. Is yeah, that right? That's right. It's a Belgian, it's a Belgian company. So uh, I'm sure they, first of all, they probably knew where Shreveport, Louisiana was, but, you know, when you had to make the formal presentation, and you're probably competing against people like at, uh, you know, John Hopkins or whatever else competing. Uh, it, that was a great kudo right yes, there. Yes, yes, we were we were very excited, and uh, and we've had opportunity to uh, to to go to Belgium and and uh, see the you know, factory, and it's been it's just been a really great partnership. And and you know, this company has been around for quite some time. In fact, they're the one of the largest manufacturers of the um, the proton machines, the, the traditional six-room gigantic machines, $100 million machines. And so they're, they're no newcomer to the field. And that's one of the reasons why we partnered with them, because we knew that we were going to get a good product because we had such a good you know, history on them. So um, we've had a phenomenal experience uh, thus far in the last couple months that we've been treating, and we've not required a single prescription to be written for, for patients for uh, side effects related to treatment. Wow. Not what a single a prescription. What a success story right there. Yeah. So so the, the history of it, you, you applied, but how would they have determined, this is interesting, uh, they're making these mega proton machines, but yeah. now they're going to make a mini. So this is like a prototype? Well, it is a prototype. What's interesting is, is uh, I've discovered that they don't actually make prototypes anymore. The computer simulations are so good <laughs> that everything is conceptualized in the computer, and then they just make it. And, and that's not just the case with proton machines, but apparently nuclear submarines. They don't make prototype nuclear submarines either. They just make it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this is the, the first one. Now, um, there are, are certainly other, other machines being placed at, at uh, other institutions around the world uh, as we speak. Um, but we've had minimal downtime. It works uh, phenomenally. And, uh, and like I said, it's, uh, it's uh, an FDA-approved machine, and, uh, and we're having great success with it. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, partly presented by A Bears, Tunning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, tenant country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest is Dr. Sanford Katz, a physician with the willis Lighten Cancer Center. So, Dr. Katz, this has been quite fascinating and interesting for me as, as well as our many listeners out there. Uh, by the way, this show will be podcast for people that are unable to listen to this show 
live and streaming on the Internet and all the streaming on the Radio Pup app, we will put it on our website to uh, have people to be able to download and listen to uh, your information that might help them or a loved one. That's wonderful. So I had one of my listeners that before the show commented, she was so confused about the Willis Knight and Cancer Center's use of, the, of this new technology. She, says, she said, well, is everything out the door? And I said, what do you mean by that, ma'am? She says, do they still do, like, regular chemotherapy and do all the, uh, the, the, the they step up the treatment for my type of cancer? Is it, it, and it's, I told this lady, it's, cancers are not just blankly cancers, right? Right. They're right. specific cancers. Absolutely. So there are different types of cancers, and, and I guess, you know, the most basic thing to, to cover is what exactly is cancer? So cancer, I think, is best best considered uh, in terms that I think something people deal with every day, which is, a, let's say, you're the hard drive on your computer crashing. Uh, what happens in that case is, you know, your computer is copying files back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, your DNA is the same way inside your cell. Copies back and forth, back and forth, and every time your cell divides. Well, this process is imperfect, and you can make mistakes. And sometimes those mistakes result in horrendous things. On your computer, the hard drive crashes, and you lose the data. In your cell, the cell no longer stops growing, no longer stops dividing, doesn't have that checkpoint control, and it just continues to grow in an uncontrolled fashion. Continues to grow. Continues to grow, and then it takes over. That's cancer. And the reason why this occurs is because that imperfect process, uh, the more it occurs, and typically the older you are, the more cell divisions you have, the older your computer, the more times that you're copying files back and forth, the uh, greater Angela's the chance. Angela's looking at me right now. She got it, right? Older, older. So the more, <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Exactly. So the greater the opportunity <laughs> for, for a mistake to occur, and that mistake can, can turn into uncontrolled growth. That's cancer. Now, there are different types of cancer, and, and cancers are are described and characterized based upon the cell that they come from. So a breast cancer originates from a normal, healthy breast cell. A lung cancer is a normal, healthy lung cell that then becomes abnormal. But cancer, let's say lung cancer that spreads to another organ like the liver, it's not liver cancer. It's lung cancer that has spread to the liver. And the reason you can you can be certain of that is because if you do a biopsy, you get a piece of the, the cancer that has spread to the liver. You look under the microscope, it looks kind of like lung. And so there are different types of cancer. And therefore, there are different types of treatments depending upon what type of cancer you have. So... If you have a uh, if you have a cancer that is responsive to hormone manipulation, like breast cancer or prostate cancer, you, there may be a role for hormone therapy. Uh, a rapidly developing uh, dividing cell may be responsive to chemotherapy, which is typically medicine either given in a pill form or in the vein, which travels throughout your body. And unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, it treats the entire body. So that means that you get with systemic therapy like chemo. You get treatment to your whole body, which is great if you've got cancer throughout your body. But you also get side effects throughout your whole body. What distinguishes radiation from chemotherapy is it's targeted. So while we can deliver radiation to the whole body, that's, that's typically rare and it's only done in specific situations. But the thing that distinguishes radiation therapy from chemotherapy is it's targeted. So if you have a tumor that is localized and you can identify it on a scan... 
you can deliver radiation pinpointed to that spot to destroy it without damaging surrounding health tissues, without causing generalized systemic side effects like chemotherapy. Now, that's not to say that radiation is better than chemotherapy. It's a component of care. So depending upon the type of cancer, the stage of the cancer, we may use chemotherapy, we may use radiation, we may use both. We may use surgery, we may use all three. We might use radiation and surgery. It really depends. And, and it's not, you know, at the whim of the treating physicians. It's pretty standardized for the most part how to approach these different situations. And, of course, we individualize. So we don't just treat cancers. We treat people with cancers. And since everyone is different, we, we definitely want to customize the treatment. So and the location of the cancer may be... It's variable. Correct? It is variable. So variable by size of the individual, variable by the, the type of cancer, exactly. location. So it's customized. And particularly with radiation oncology, we customize the treatment to the contours and the anatomy of the individual patient. So when we're talking about pinpointing via the, is it TOMO? Well, so there's, I guess the way to, to think about this, there's different types of radiation. And radiation's been around for a long time. The, the thing with radiation is you could pretty much cure any tumor with enough radiation directed to it. The problem is not getting it to the tumor. It's keeping it away from the surrounding normal structures. Oh. So if I'm treating a prostate cancer, I mean, I can deliver high doses of the prostate. It's the rectum and the bladder that's the problem. If I get rid of the tumor, but in the process get rid of the bladder and the rectum at the same time, I haven't done anyone any favors. And so that's really been the key in radiation oncology is how to target most precisely the radiation beam away from the, the critical structures or the sensitive normal structures, the organs at risk, and at the same time being able to destroy the tumors where they, where they sit. And so that's the excitement surrounding proton therapy. Tomotherapy, still excellent treatment. We use it every day, and it's an image-guided type of photon, non-charged particle treatment, which does a very good job at targeting. However, protons have a, a special characteristic that is unique amongst all the forms of, of radiation, and that is it can be designed to enter through somebody, delivering a very small amount of dose on entrance and no exit dose because you can literally dial it up almost like, almost like a bullet except there's no entrance wound. It just You can dial up the energy, the distance, how far it should travel, and you just deliver it. So there's no exit dose. So it's a beginning and ending point, and the ending point can be can be variable in a way, huh? Absolutely. Wow, that, I didn't know that. And okay. that is a unique um, characteristic of the of the proton, and that's what makes it so useful. And so we are able to use that to our advantage to deliver higher doses, but in cases where we even deliver the same doses, the side effects are so much better, and that's the key. We want to be able to to have low side effects, high cure rates, and if we have acceptable side effects or no side effects, then we can push the doses even higher, cure more tumors. And that also allows our colleagues, the surgeons and the medical oncologists, to intensify their treatments as well.
a lay person like me is going to ask, so a, a person has the tumor and you're using this technology, do you have to, to you, you were saying kill, do you have to kill every cell? Every, well, every cancer cell? You want to kill every cancer cell. Wow, there could be many of those, right? Uh, billions upon billions and billions. So this particular radiation will pinpoint and kill every one of them individually? It will kill everything within the target area. And that's, that's the whole point, is you want to get rid of every cancer cell. If you leave one cell behind, one becomes two, two becomes four, four oh. becomes eight, and eventually it comes back. So the, the incision is not done, I'm just, we're talking basic medical here, probably I should know this. You, you, are you going to be taking out the major tumor mass, then no. using the radiation? Well, so sometimes you can do surgery and then follow it up with radiation afterwards to get the cancer cells that were, were left behind or were... Um, were not anticipated um, when at the time of surgery that it, you know the disease was more extensive and um, you know perhaps it could not be entirely removed at surgery. But in general, when we're using radiation, um, particularly protons, we're treating instead of surgery. And so, whether it be tr from treating a cancer of somebody's tongue or of their brain or of their prostate, we are treating them without need for any surgery at all. It's an outpatient procedure. They come in for. 30 minutes a day, they're on a table for about 15-20 minutes, There's, they don't feel nothing, they just hear a noise, there's a nausea or vomiting or diarrhea, they don't lose their hair unless we're treating their head, and, uh, and they drive themselves, and they drive themselves back and forth for treatment each day, no restrictions on their activities, they go to work, um, there's, no, there's no bleeding, there's no recovery time. Now, that's not to say there can't be side effects, and those side effects are dependent upon where we're treating. So if we're treating down in the pelvis, you know, we might have urinary or or um, or bowel side effects. If we're treating up in the head and neck, we might have a sore throat or some, you know, some associated changes in taste. It, but it's not generalized side effects. And the great thing with proton therapy is because we can spare all those surrounding healthy structures, the side effects are very, very limited. Very, very limited. And thus far, like I said, we have yet to pers to prescribe a medication to address side effects on our proton therapy patients. Well, that is that is very awesome. And this technology is now available here in the Shreveport and Bossier surrounding area, plus the catchment area, and, and is tremendous. Right? Well, it's hours, you know, hours away. Uh, the the next closest location for proton therapy using the more conventional larger multi-room uh, system is at MD Anderson. And so we're actually getting referrals from MD Anderson for treatment for patients who, you know, in years past would, would travel down to Houston, remain in Houston for a couple months to get their therapy. Now they're going down to Houston and the folks at MD Anderson are selling them go back home to Louisiana or East Texas and get your treatment there. And we have a we have a very good relationships with colleagues there and in particularly at University of Pennsylvania uh, where we collaborate. And there's actually a lot of collaboration uh, amongst all the sites in the country that, uh, that offer uh, proton therapy. Presently, there are 15 sites in the U.S., but only five sites, including Willis-Knighton, that offer the, the um, type of radiation that do, the type of proton therapy. And it's not just that the machine is small, it's the, the type of technology. And the best way for me to describe this is, imagine a high-definition 3D television. 
the resolution is phenomenal. Right. Okay? That is the type of proton therapy that we deliver with the Proteus One at Willis Knight. Now, that's not to say that you can't get proton therapy, let's say, at MD Anderson or, or some other places that is very good. It might be, um, you know, 720p or, or more low resolution <laughs> uh, flat screen. I mean, but but that's the, that's one of the advantages, not just its small signature size, but the fact that the resolution uh, of the proton delivery is so, so high resolution that, that uh, it's just incredibly precise. And there are only five places in the U.S. that offer that type of, of uh, resolution. That resolution. And those are Harvard, uh, MD Anderson, uh, Chicago is another, and University of Florida. And so that's, you know, that's basically the five places that you can go. So we're, we're very fortunate here. I mean, I, I can't share with you the degree of enthusiasm that we have for our program. And well, I see it, I hear it, and I hear it from the Willis Knight people, but I also, it's, it's, a, it's a great kudo for you and your staff, as well as for the, the whole Willis Knight system in the Shreveport, Louisiana area. I mean, wow. Now, is, now, it is important to, to note, though, proton therapy is not appropriate for every form of cancer. And, you know, for example, leukemias or blood tumors or lymphomas, you know, skin cancers, not appropriate for, for toma therapy. Uh, I'm sorry, for proton therapy. It might be appropriate for toma therapy. So, you know, again, getting back to the individualized nature of treatment, um, you know, you need to have a consultation to, to determine, you know, what the best treatment is, whether it be radiation at all or what type of radiation, and that, that really needs to be something to, uh, to be determined. So, uh, and that's something that we do. We, we, we evaluate each case on a case-by-case basis. So go, going back to a little basics here, I've had, had one individual at a, at a party that I was at I was talking about this show, and, and she said, so this, this proton thing, do they just, like, Bring a bottle of them and start utilizing them in the therapy. How do you how do you get subatomic particles and collect them to use them in, in the, the intensity that we need to use them? You need to use them in the in the equipment that you have at Willis Nine. Wow, so that's an excellent question, and uh, that's uh, I would probably require a PhD physicist to to really do it justice. So I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna give the Reader's Digest. Uh, that's uh, what we want. So uh, any physicist uh, out there, please uh, accept my apologies. So it's a subatomic particle. So the first thing you have to do is you have to um, you have to take atoms, and you have to yes, you have to accelerate them really really fast, and then you have to um, and the way you do that is with a um, uh, a cyclotron, which is uh, basically magnets, just incredibly super super big magnets and the um and these we particles, have a cyclotron we have a cyclotron at willis knight and that's right and it just basically these things just rotate and cycle around and around and around and around and build up speed and build up speed until finally they're just super fast and uh, and then we're able to direct uh, a bunch of them in a in the form of a beam and shape them and bend them and deliver them uh, pixel by pixel into a patient. And so there's actually a, a process that occurs. The first thing we have to do is we have to make a three-dimensional model of a patient, and we uh, we incorporate CAT scans and MRIs and and various imaging modalities so that we make a three-dimensional model of their bodies in our computer. And then you know if the person goes home and we spend a number of days between the doctors and the physicists. Um, constructing this uh, this model to represent exactly what we're going to do on the, on uh, in the treatment room on uh, at the time of treatment, 
and um, and then we kind of go through a what's called a simulation. So we we figure out exactly how to deliver these these beams of protons, and uh, and then when the person comes for therapy, it's they just get on the table and it, it, it occurs rather seamlessly. So there is a lot of advanced preparation for for using this this uh, proton therapy. You oh, just don't walk oh, in off the street and say, oh, "I want a proton therapy." Oh done. no, no. There's it's. I mean, it's a process. It's uh, it's like uh, you know if if you've ever um, gotten a custom shirt made or a suit or um, you know ordered a, a vehicle or something. You know, you order it to your specifications, or it has to be fit to your specifications. Uh, or if you went to the dentist and you needed to have a bridge made, you know, you go and you have a mold. And uh, and then you come back a few days later, and uh, the mold has been customized for your anatomy, and uh, and it's fitted, and it's very much the same with uh, with doing advanced cancer care. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by A Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, Tony Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show as a special guest is Dr. Sanford Katz, a physician with the Willis-Knighton Cancer Center, giving us an update on the various new technologies offered at Willis-Knighton to treat cancer. So, going back to what the uses of proton therapy. What types of treatment are yeah. used? This therapy is used yeah. to treat the cancer. So traditionally, protons have been used specifically when you have a tumor that is uh, up close and next to a, a critical organ or a sensitive structure. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and so kind of think about that in the framework. So if you had a skin cancer, that that really wouldn't be something you'd use proton therapy for. I mean, it would be like using a uh, guided missile to, uh, <laughs> you know, to hunt deer. It, it's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's too much. So, um, you know, so thinking about that, the areas that um, that protons have been most successful is prostate cancers. Number one, probably more people have been treated successfully with um, with protons for prostate cancer than any other body site. And that's really the bread and butter. Uh, so we treat a lot of prostate cancer. And um, and there's a lot of good data that suggests that not only are the side effects uh, much less when you use protons to treat prostate cancer, but the clinical outcomes are better. And in fact, uh, some recent data from Florida, University of Florida, um, show much better results uh, in their patients treated with protons for prostate cancer than uh, the best the best data with other forms of radiation coming out of places like Memorial Sloan Kettering. So prostate cancer is like number one, and that's where we started our program because there's the most experience uh, with that. Uh, other areas that we're moving into uh, and we're currently uh, about to treat are include brains. Brain tumors. Whoa. And yeah, brain tumors because uh, the brain is a pretty sensitive structure, so you want to really target your radiation to the tumor and away from the rest of the healthy brain. And we're also uh, we're also starting our program to treat the the head and neck cancers, the uh, the tongue tumors, the the voice box tumors, the larynx tumors. So in the head, if the tumor is well within the brain, how does it go through the good tissue to know where the know where the tumor is. The cancer? Yeah, the cancer. Well, remember, we're doing the imaging. So we're making the three-dimensional model using MRIs and CAT scans. And then we're using that proton to go through the brain without actually delivering much dose to it and just 
dropping all the wow. dose right there to the tumor. So it's the brain is an ideal place to uh, to deliver protons. And the other thing is children. Now we recently uh, formed an uh, affiliation with St. Jude's. The folks from St. Jude's came down here. They they toured our facility. And um, you know, the, with children, you really want to keep the dose away from all the, the normal structures because. You want them to grow, and you don't want any growth retardation or anything like that. So, so kids have been treated with protons very successfully, and we're we're going to be eventually um, starting that program as well. And uh, and then some pelvic tumors, um, um, kind of GYN tumors like cervical cancers, and um, so those are the sites that have been uh, you know pretty much bread and butter for uh, for proton therapy. Wow, that that is totally remarkable. Uh, let's see, one of one of the aspects of how how d- does it require a referral? Yes. So generally, uh, patients, so patients would um, first be diagnosed with uh, with cancer, and they would generally be uh, evaluated by um, by some form of um, medical professional with experience in cancer, and then they would be referred over to uh, to the uh, radiation oncology department at Willis Nine, just like any other uh, patient with cancer would be referred. Um, we also uh, accept uh, people coming in and wanting a second opinion. And so we've we've been getting a lot of that, and we always have. I mean, we have a, a pretty vibrant um, referral uh, system for for second opinions, and this is no different. In fact, we're getting a lot of those. So people, if they want to come, and they have, let's say, they're they're at a facility that doesn't offer um, this you know type of advanced treatment, they can uh, you know they can certainly call up, and uh, we can schedule them an appointment. And, you know, we're happy to discuss their case. In many cases, you know, the, the, the care that they're getting at their other institution may be perfectly fine, but we'll talk with them to see if they're a candidate for some of the, uh, for some of the uh, treatments that we offer. But they, they really need to at least have established diagnosis and, and an evaluation and be, you know, far enough along in the process for it to be a meaningful conversation. So you mentioned this particular new technology is FDA approved. And the other thing we want to em- emphasize, it is now deemed appropriate by Medicare? Oh, yeah. It's covered by most insurance companies for depending upon the, the site of disease. So, you you know, you can't use it for everything. But we get pre-authorization from Medicare and from some of the major insurers. And so, um, we you know, this is this is a standard medical treatment. So it's uh, it's by no means experimental. It's not experimental. As I went, mentioned to one lady right. a few days ago, she thought it was experimental. It's not experimental. So nobody's going to cover no, it. No, no, no. It's being paid for. But, but we do need to get pre-authorization because some insurance uh, plans will not cover it for specific diagnoses, and, and oftentimes we have to issue an appeal. Because it's so new, they don't have the code. So oftentimes an initial rejection or denial can be uh, circumvented with an appeal letter, and then we talk you know, face-to-face or just over the phone with uh, one of the representatives, some of the medical professionals uh, at the insurance companies, and, and oftentimes then it becomes approved. So I want to encourage our listeners, don't get in- discouraged that initially somebody tells them no, right? Exactly. That you exactly. and your staff will work with them. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being on the show today. This has been quite educational. I want to inform our listeners, do call the willis Knighton Cancer Center at 318-212-8300. Again, that's 318-212-8300. Or you can visit their offices located at 2600 Kings Highway here in Shreveport. Or, of course, go to their website at www.wkhs.com. Thank you, Dr. Kess, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you, Gary. I really appreciate the opportunity. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, County Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. 
Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Join us next Saturday for another show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Please do thank our advertisers and sponsors who do support our radio show. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the best of times. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great, a great weekend. A great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show today. We hope to have you back on the Best of Times Radio Show next Saturday for information that could benefit you or your loved one. Again, tell our tell tell everyone to uh, please support our sponsors and advertisers who do support our radio show and our news magazine, The Best of Times. Have a day, great day and a great weekend. Again, thank you for listening to our show today. I'm Gary Kaligas wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Keel. K-E-E-L. Shreveport Mosier.